Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may do it any time you put new content on. As always, we'd like to thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check it out in the description below. If you fancy buying your old man or yourself some, some nice shirts or whatever, check them out. Lots of Black Friday deals come up. So today's guest um <laughs> he's been he's been differing with his, with his 11 so it's gonna be quite interesting it's mark siegel hi mark how are you hi russ yeah good thank you uh thanks for having me on absolute pleasure as i said it's like it's a bit different isn't it? it's something a bit different to do yeah yeah it takes your mind off things doesn't it and, exactly you know, international break you know no one's really watching the england it's... yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't think i've watched one minute of any of the england games this this oh, really? break. yeah i really don't have any I don't know really, any sort of inkling when it comes to English. It's really weird. And I'm, I'm such a hypocrite because as soon as like the Euros will be on, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. watch down every pub, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, down the pub. We wish. God, yeah, can you yeah, imagine yeah. that'd be good. But we, when it comes to like the sort of the, the, the Nations League and stuff like that, or the friendlies, I really don't care. The only thing I'm bothered about, I literally will see, okay, Dex playing. No, he's not injured. Okay, it's all right. It's exactly. Don't get injured. That's it. I do an Ashton. Most don't people do an Ashton. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude, that's it. We've said it now, isn't it? God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he, him and Suchek have both scored. I've seen today. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. Good, good odds on that. Good odds on that. Yeah. yeah, great for the confidence. And and Hal has been scoring as well. Um, yeah. Which is great. Um, yeah. So roll on, United Sheffield United. Yeah. Can't wait! Can't Famous wait for last that. Words. <laughs> oh dear, that game of attrition. If we thought Fulham was going to be bad, I think Sheffield United yeah. game is going to be even, oh, even worse. But who knows, man? Who knows? As I said, it's 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 nice that we. I can't remember a time before we've played badly and won. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, we always play badly and lose, or play yeah. well and we I'll lose. Play well and lose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and to like play badly and lose, it was like, mm. yeah. And then we still yeah. moan about it, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. It's never yeah, it's perfect, good. is it? Yeah. No, no, it's always something. <laughs> it's like that Lanzini. I saw about it the other day, that Lanzini goal against Spurs. It was like, yeah, amazing, amazing. Literally in the next breath on Twitter, oh, we shouldn't have been through it down after 15 minutes. You know, yeah. so, just just yeah. enjoy it. Just it's enjoy only, it's it. only a point. We only got a point. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone the other day was like, oh... I think it might have been Sam Delaney when we had him on. He was like talking, and, and he was like the typical. We were talking about you know Fulham our season starts. You went, yeah, we, you've done what we've done well, haven't we? Recently, he goes, yeah, we have, but don't forget we haven't won the last three games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's what being a West Ham fan is all about, isn't it? We're oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean that 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 Tottenham game and that that goal that you celebrate that as as much as you celebrate a, a five 0 win, don't you? It was yeah. such a moment, and and during lockdown, it's been so rubbish and. Just missing yeah. going to football to to have that was was really good and you know, our our living room was was up you know when that goal went yeah. in yeah, yeah I had the mother in law running in thought I'd <laughs> turn my ankle you know? yeah. <laughs> like anything trying to pick me up do you know what I mean if I had it, yeah. but uh, it's a shame isn't it because we've had like that game we had obviously the Chelsea game last the Chelsea season, one yeah, yeah yeah and it's a shame that there's no fat but you know 
there was talk today, wasn't there? Light at the end of the tunnel. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll I mean, see. I was talking to someone the other to someone today about it, and he was like, "Well, surely, like, it's going to be more less less financially beneficial to have fa- like a small number of fans because surely you're going to need more security and COVID yep. stewards and wardens and stuff." And so yep. you're actually, and I was like. Oh, I don't give a shit because we don't pay no, for it. So, yeah. One each. Exactly. Who's laughing now? But, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, no, like it, I said as well, there's, there's been plenty of games that I've watched that I'm glad I hadn't <laughs> been at. So, <laughs> Newcastle being the, the prime example, you know, you're glad you didn't have to slog all the way over there and, and see that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, one of those, it's one of those things where someone said, you know, it's like supporting West Ham over the last sort of few years has been like a chore. Um, yeah, sure they wouldn't mind doing again, and I know exactly. what you mean. It's like you exactly. know, when you, it's like when you, I don't know, jet wash the patio. It's a you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. But then you you start doing it. You go, oh, oh, and what else can I jet wash? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you get back into the into the yeah. extreme thing. But now it's all good. And how have you been, Mark, during lockdown one point oh and two point oh? Yeah, it's been it's been alright. It's been uh, easier um, since the kids went back to school. Yeah, um, first time round was 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 pretty tough going um i'm still working which yeah. which is which is the you know and we're healthy i think i came down with something that i think was covid right at the very start and it, yeah. it seemed to go within a week so yeah. you know you know touch wood and all that we're all we're all okay good that's the main thing isn't it if you got yeah. you know you're still working and you and you got your health that's exactly. that's all we can hope yeah. for at the moment, isn't it? Um, yeah. I, I still think i had it over christmas last year yeah they're saying it was it. in in the country earlier than than we think yeah. it was. So absolutely, yeah, every chance. It, it was COVID's first anniversary, wasn't it? Like yesterday <laughs> yeah. or something like that. It was like the the year since its last the first report of COVID. Yeah, I, mean, I must and have I, missed the party. I yeah. know. God. <laughs> there was the banners, yeah, and everything. Yeah, I know. But um, no, it's uh, I'm pretty sure I had it, and I'm pretty because like literally all my all my family had it within like. I had it, and then a day later, my wife was then ill, and it was like all over Christmas. So it was like yeah, horrible, yeah. you know, awful. But um, but hey ho, we'll see what happens. And yeah, I mean, at least West Ham keep us occupied, don't they? Mark? Well, exactly. Now that the football's back on, I think you know, I've I've gone to a few games in just the Essex Senior League as well, taking, taking my son to that. So that's that's been really nice, just to go to a few games, and hopefully that'll start again after lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, so no, exactly. Yeah. Nice, yeah. yeah, exactly. Just have, but a, we'll... just have a pint and watch a bit of football. Is yeah, it's yeah. Really nice. Yeah, it's like yeah. I remember like lockdown 1.0, uh, and uh, and I was like, a local, I live in Ormchurch, and a local sort of um, Himes Park, it's called, I can't remember what it's called, um, but they have like cricket, they have cricket on the Saturday, yeah. and this little bar, and it wasn't like a bar, it was like literally like a shack, and the guy's <laughs> got like one like pint, pint puller of, of Fosters, and yeah. they're watching like two. Like pub teams playing each other. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is brilliant. You know, you take it, out. then you exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely take it. Like, oh god, yeah. But you take anything you can get. <laughs> I think people have adjusted quite well to the sort of like, you know, a lot of people, for example, have been going to football West Ham for years and years and years. And the last sort of dozen games, they've had to watch them on telly. Um, mm. And I think people have sort of done all right. You know, I've been invited to Zoom parties and obviously, yeah, people. Yeah, I think they've. You know, I think people had had to. Lucky we had technology. If we hadn't had technology, if exactly, this was like yeah. twenty yeah. years ago, it would have been absolutely a car yeah. crash, wouldn't it? No Netflix. You wouldn't know what was going on. No, no, no. no. You know, your phone. You would have Twitter. You would have exactly. You know, yeah, you'd, you'd be playing on your you know Nokia, playing Snake. You have a really good Snake, <laughs> score, the end, uh, <laughs> snake score. Oh god, yeah. I was thinking about it the other day because just like you know, teaching my mother-in-law how to, or well, my daughter to talk to how to do FaceTime and WhatsApp and things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's the pain oh. of lockdown one. That was early oh, days. Didn't God, do Zoom yeah. and Skype with, with the parents and things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Although, although like, we had some good ones. There was a, my daughter's eight and she, a few people were telling it was their birthdays. And so, you know, we had like the Zoom parties, but like, oh, okay, yeah. like the entertainers, like proper entertainers were like oh, hosting wow. it. And they were really good, you know, like sort of doing scavenger hunts around the house. And I talk okay. about it stories. It's so funny because literally you had to do a scavenger hunt and you had to find like a scarf and a, a spoon and a, a leaf. And then you had to find a DVD. And, and firstly, <laughs> my daughter went, what's that? And I was like, <laughs> and, and, and in the panic, I don't think I've got a DVD in the house. Wow. She, went, she went, what's that? I said, well, it's like you 
how to explain it. You know, you yeah. <laughs> Netflix, you put it in and you had like, oh, and yeah, I, t- I found a CD. I don't know where I found a CD from. <laughs> Get it back to front. So luckily you didn't ask what it was on. But uh, yeah, oh, we're, we're way behind you. We still got loads of DVDs knocking about. So uh, yeah, if you ever need any. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you ever need any. No. And it was, yeah, I think my, my mother-in-law got my daughter a, a telly for Christmas. And that was the first thing she said it needed. It needed a DVD player. And I was like, I don't <laughs> think, you know, it, a little float bothered about has it got Netflix? Has it got yeah. Sky? It, can I have a Sky Q box as yeah. well? Oh my god, all right, yeah, okay, all right, but it's got YouTube, but yeah, so um, no, yeah, it's, it's funny how things change so quickly, you know. You Absolutely. think DVDs is like, oh wow, you know, you used to love it. I remember, yeah, you had stacks, wouldn't you? Stats on the yeah, show, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, bless. <laughs> anyway, we reminisce as we always do these things, but it's very on the football, Mark. Do you listen to it with the crowd noise on or the crowd noise off? Uh, I, I didn't think I'd I didn't think I'd like it, but actually they do it pretty well. I think they've I think they've toned it down a bit since it first started, and yeah. I think it's more background noise now than than it was when they first started. and It was full on, yeah. but I, when um, I remember when the, the Bundesliga first started back, because I think that was the first main one back, and I had it on BT Sport, and I was watching it, and you thought it was just a training training game, yeah. and I know that's what reality is in the ground. It is just a training game, but when you're watching it on tv it's good to have some noise and you know it's quite funny when they get the sound slightly wrong when there's you know it goes wide but they celebrate they put on the goal music or whatever yeah yeah. Um, that's yeah it is uh yeah i know what you mean it's but i was talking i was talking to a guy who works for sky and he apparently he's done through opta Oh, is it? Okay. And it's done through ai apparently on the opta stat because i thought it was some poor for mm. intern with a soundboard with You're pushing you know, a button, yeah, 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 blue flag, yeah, up your ass, yeah, that, that <laughs> you know, the Chelsea, yeah, that, but no, it wasn't, it's all done, but which makes it even more very like, clever yeah, yeah, yeah. when, um, when we were like three new up against Norwich at half time last season and they yeah. blew them off the pitch, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the robots well, we were away, turned. weren't we? So, yeah, we were away, exactly, yeah. yeah, the robots have turned, yeah. <laughs> got a chance, but yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. No, I was really, really impressed, but it's even when I'm at the ground now it's like it's so quiet that you see the journos typing yeah. and it's just really weird you can hear the moose yeah, yeah. eating as well you know but yeah, it's literally <laughs> typing. so i have to put like one of the youtube watch alongs or something in the background yeah yeah because i can't because well, actually well, even though when there's sixty thousand, you can't really hear anything it's like a soundproof box sure. but you know when it's noisy because i can feel it on the steel floor it vibrates yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's what i miss it's really sad but i miss my feet being like <laughs> So it's just, just it's it's just the things that you've grown used to over over the yeah. years that just just not there anymore. It's yeah, so we've lots of things. So yeah, it's been been yeah. hard, but um, hey, hopefully soon. Hopefully, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I, I, to be honest, I would I would write this season off. I, I in yeah. terms of fans, because I think it's it's going to make a difference. Like even with the fans back, there's it's not a level playing field from the beginning of the season. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I just think it's gonna, I, you know, but they won't. But you know, because it's, it's it's money and, and coming yeah, in. But, exactly. um, yeah, it's what it is, man. Um, anyway, first guy. Oh, no, a second. A second question. Have we done a question? That's good. Second question. Eleven minutes in. That's quite good for me today. Um, <laughs> is um, is why are you a West Ham fan, Mark? Uh, I, my dad. Yeah. Um, so my dad was born in Forest Gate, East Ham. Lived, you know, his early lives there. Um, I dabbled with other teams up until about the age of nine. <laughs> or 10 um and i thought you know i don't know why I, it was before 85 86 it's probably like a season or two before that so it wasn't even because we were really good it was yeah. just i don't know why my brother then started going my older brother then started going with his mates and i think it was the only i realized it was the only way i was ever gonna go and see a game live was to support west ham so yeah, yeah that's kind of you know no you know, no romanticism really it was just practical that i want to go and see a football game and my brother's going to take me yeah so yeah my dad was happy though because you know he's, he was west ham all his life and uh yeah he used to love when we used to drive to upton park it, you know i'm sure loads of people have had it it was it was the old man pointing out you know that was my first house that was the shop i went to that was my old school as we drove around and as more and more one-way systems got put into East East Ham, he used to moan because you can't go down that road anymore and you can't park yeah. on that road. And so yeah, that's yeah, lots of lots of happy memories. Yeah, exactly. It's nice, isn't it, when you sort of do can do that with you for your old man as well, like yeah. you relive his sort of childhood and stuff. And then you know, you know 
pass it on and it's exactly. easy. Yeah. And, and that's the thing it is it is it's like a that's what i think about west Ham. that's why i think west ham fans are so unique because they it really is a family thing do you know what i mean it's like yeah. and yeah i mean as you said you dabbled you tried other other yeah, yeah. other clubs on but it just didn't, didn't quite fit right did it up until so, i was nine yeah my, my rule yeah. that i've made up in later life was you can up till 10 you can you can dabble but yes, after that, yeah. you know, that's that's my rule that I've I, I made up and I'm sticking to. When you hit double <laughs> figures, that's it. You yeah, go exactly, make, exactly. It makes my, kid, my kids had no choice. They were West Ham nah, from the start. Nah, like my, my daughter, <laughs> yeah, my daughter had no chance. She was her due date was the uh, playoff final against Blackpool, um, really. and so and I had a really good ticket. Um, so I was the, I was a, so I was at Wembley, of course. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, three days later, she came and she, I've, I've got a picture of her in the playoff trophy. Oh, right. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be. I knew it was gonna be wrong for the Romford store. Went in, asked Eddie to. He went, yeah, go on for yeah. Went, yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's it. You're scarred yeah. now, love. That's it for the rest of your life. No, but she's got back into. It, I think with the with like the um. I think she's likes to do it. Likes to put the shirt on because she saw I used to put the shirts on. Yeah. And she's like, Daddy, Daddy West Ham is like, yeah. And then she sort of faded away. But obviously, the resurgence of the women's game. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. She's really got yeah, into good, it. Yeah. We've been to Rush Green a few times. It's brilliant she loves it i love it as well because it feels a bit like like you said when you, you go to the essex senior games you know it's proper football yeah, exactly. and it was like yeah. when they're rush green you know because i don't you know I, for, for 20 years i've been in a box at upton park yeah. like, I, 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 I can't there's no release you know so yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and um yeah you want to go to a game you want to go to a game and there's no no pressure on you like you yeah. know you just enjoy the game yeah now you've got to press the goal music and you've got to, you know, now it's, like, it's all changed. You've got to press the goal music. You've got to make sure you sort of like, you got to press it. And then obviously some, the first time we did it was that, that Chelsea game. And then obviously the first goal was disallowed by Thomas Suchek. So it was like the first time I pressed it wasn't a goal. It was like, well, that, that's <laughs> it all up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was so adamant I wasn't going to do it. And it just ended up being a right shitter. But yeah, I, be I became like a proper yob. Like I literally sat on yeah. the light. My, my wife's like, Russ, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know, but that was so offside, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you can't, you know what you're doing, linesman. But yeah, no, it's it's good. And, it's uh, funny because when I was, um, I, I took my eldest to to West Ham. I got him a season ticket when we moved to Stratford, and yeah. um, he after a couple of seasons, he just didn't fancy, doesn't fancy it for whatever reason. And but you know, we I used to say to him, you know, you can say things at football that you know you won't hear elsewhere, and you know you'll hear swearing, but don't worry about it. And he was fine with that. I started taking. He loves going to the non-league. It's him that's driving me to non-league. So he loves really? going to those games. And it's not actually the fans. Then it's the it's the players on the pitch and the managers. Yeah. And they're just swearing their heads up. We went to um, we went to Averley last season, and Keith Rowland's the manager there now. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so I said to I said, oh, it's Keith Rowland. He used to play for West Ham, and we stood behind the dugout for like the first ten minutes. Keith Rowland yeah. did not stop swearing for the first ten minutes. <laughs> Absolute fuck this shit out your breath. You're really honest. Yeah, I had to move my son away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> away to the other side of the ground. So yeah, I remember my mate, my my brother's mate. We took him to the game at Upton Park years and years and years ago, and and it was obviously the first time he was probably allowed to swear. Yeah, and he's hearing every he's getting involved, and then the crowd goes completely quiet just as he starts swearing like <laughs> and like the whole crowd just stopped it looks <laughs> oh bless you must have been 10 but yeah no that's why I, I sometimes when i'm watching the away games i like to listen to it without the crowd noise because it's nice to hear because it's quite funny just hearing i'm a little boy sometimes a little kid and people swear on like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but apparently it's really good actually because like my the floor manager and the people i work with at west ham they obviously sit sort of around the dugout area they're in the red zones they can do yep. and they say literally they should do you know how you have like player cam yeah they yeah. should do bench cam on like apparently uh kevin nolan is hilarious on bench cam and and snoddy is absolutely oh, really? hilarious okay. and just like the banter and stuff and yeah i'd love to love to hear him but uh yeah <laughs> you can imagine them having a right old yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that's yeah. what i like about our team at the moment they seem to be a bit nastier do you know what i mean they're quite yeah. with guys with the snoddies and oh, we don't mean obviously alan irvine and moisey and piercy yeah. and nolan we're not. I just think we're not. We're, we're, I think we're street. I think streetwise is yes, a good way of putting it. Yes, it, very good. Yeah, you know they're not just going to roll over because a, a bigger team come along, and I think there's mm. a bit of grit there and whatever. And, and, and yeah. as much as people say that West Ham, oh, you know, it's the West Ham way, and people like us playing on the on the floor and all that, and actually, in plenty, in plenty of players in my team, they 
get a foot in as well. You people yeah. used to love that sort of thing, didn't you? you yeah. Get the crowd up by bit getting in a hard tackle and whatever. And you know, I think there's a bit of that in our team at the moment, and I, I think that's really good to have. I mean, Suchek looks looks that sort of player, and Declan as well, and and mm. you know, Cresswell can put his foot in. It's you know, it's, yeah. it's useful to have those those players. It is, it is, and I think it's it's a shame because obviously we're the team are playing well and typically there's no one there and so you know as soon as fans get we're gonna like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be the west Ham way but uh, i know what you mean it's um we just seem a bit more yeah streetwise that's the best way to describe mm. it i would say nasty but no it's streetwise no. so like yeah. so like you know like the end like i was watching some some highlights of that promotional season and watching the role Kevin Nolan played, and like particular corners, and yeah, like yeah, go yeah. back and Still look at corners, corners, keeper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at corners now, and that's what Antonio does. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. smaller and just slower center of gravity, and just more of a muscle. But yeah. you know, it's just yeah. um, it's good. I like it. I like the fact that we've got you know a bit of grit about us now, and we we've got a team that seems to want to put a shift in. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and that's why I, that's why I just got to give Moyes you know the props. I think Moyes is. The, you know, I know there was a lot of oh, we shouldn't get him back in, da, 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 but he's done it. He's, you know, last time he did a job, did the job he was meant to do. Yeah, this time he did the job and kept us up, and he's he's building something. I, you know, I've, I've always say this at the moment. You know, I remember like you know when a player goes to a new club, they always go, "Oh, I'm you know I've joined the project. It's a project. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's the two hundred and fifty grand. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, you know what I mean, but." You can see some. You can see foundations being built. You can yeah. see the right. I'm not. I'm not his. I'm not. I'm not his biggest fan. No, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'll hold my hand up. And and yeah. you know, uh, we, we got him this time round because I, it felt uh, the yeah. easy thing to do. But yeah. you know, the, you can't take it away from him. The, the, the way we're playing at the moment is 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 good, and 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 he's getting the results. And and you know, our, our run. You look at who we played. It was bloody awful. And and he's yeah. got some points out of it, and we've done really well. I just feel sometimes in those in those bigger games he's a bit safe, yeah. Um, and yeah, actually, yeah. sometimes in the smaller games he's a bit bit too safe as well. And and yeah. sometimes if you think if we're going to step up at the, to the next level, which is what everyone talks about, you kind of actually if we're on top of, against Arsenal, for example, you, you want to actually go for it a little bit, yeah. Um, if you're on top against Man City, just just push on a bit more, yeah. But yeah, it yeah. feel it feels like I don't know if that's how he plays it or just players are naturally you know, a bit more defensive when we're winning against those those teams or we're on top against those teams. But yeah. just feels we, we just can't quite step up to that to that next level and, and, and go toe-to-toe with, with those teams. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's almost like we've got – we're so rigid in the in the way we, we're set up to play that – I mean, even that Tottenham game, we talk about it, he didn't make a change till – <laughs> like you know and we're three nil down do you know what i mean it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Still, yeah come yeah. on mate <laughs> some might say it's stubborn some say it's confidence some say it's stubbornness some but I, I know what you mean it's like you'd want so like that fulham game we really wanted to everyone wanted to see the shackles off didn't they yeah and it's sort of like to be fair fulham came and did a west ham on us yeah you know they came and basically you know like we did like chase the ball run us down get him on the counter-attack Lucky that yeah, their counter attack wasn't very good. Sheffield <laughs> United is going to be exactly the same. I think they're going to, yeah. you know, they're tough. They're you know not the quickest game breaking forward, but no. they're going to grind. It's going to be a grind this game, and I don't think. Yep. But we've got the people who, as I said, you put yeah, you know, they're the type. It's the type of game as you said for people who want to put a foot in and yeah, yeah, deck and so, uh, uh, again, yeah, that that sort of game where we're we're expected to be on the front foot. Yeah, uh, I, I wonder whether we. We're set up for that at the moment. Uh, sure. Yeah, we're we're very good on the counter attack, and and you know some of those bigger games we played, Liverpool and, and Man City. You know we were good breaking. Yeah, against Sheffield United, I didn't see the Fulham game. I didn't pay my my fifteen pounds, so I, I can't say. But uh, you know Sheffield United, you think they'll they'll probably sit back a little bit more and expect us mm-hmm. to come on to them, and and can we break them down? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. And that's the thing we don't know, do we? Exactly. Exactly. Because exactly. exactly. <laughs> you don't know. But you know, we'll see what happens. But anyway, let's let's talk about your eleven because you alluded to it. Okay. Um right. So uh, the only rule is that you have to be alive to a scene on play. That's the only rule. Okay. So the right, reason we put that in is so not everyone otherwise everyone's eleven would be Yeah. Bobby Moore. Bobby Moore, I, yeah, yeah. I never yeah. saw Bobby, I never saw Trevor Brook in, I, you know, I never saw Billy Bonds play. Um, so you know, they were in my team. You know, I had, you know, Gary Breen and you know, <laughs> yeah. people like that. I had the joys of players like that. But um, that's the only rule. So um Okay. We'll start off in goal, Mark. Who okay. Is in goal 
So, so yeah. <laughs> so my team is is I, I tried to I spoke to uh, Dan Silver, who I know's yes. been on, and I chatted to him about how he looked at it. And I, I tried to kind of focus it on maybe a, a time of, of my life when you know I started going regularly around sort of late 80s and I was a regular um, sort of most of the 90s as well. So most of my team focuses around around that period. Brilliant. But there's one or two that clearly weren't and just have been in because, you know, so that's, yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> so my, my, my goalkeeper's uh, Shaka. Oh, yes. Um, so... Um, there's a couple of reasons. One, I found it quite hard to find um, a good goalkeeper for West, someone that really stood out. I think we've had a lot of above-average goalkeepers, but but no yeah. one really stood out for me. I, I mean, I was once asked, I, I used to be a journalist, and um, I was once asked by When Saturday Comes magazine to to name some great games that Ludo Miklosko had, had, they were doing a feature on Ludo. Yeah. And I, I couldn't really remember him ever standing out. He was good and solid, and but I couldn't remember him having a standout game. So, mm. um, so I went for Shaq. The reason I went for Shaq is well, there's a few things. One, um, he was kind of in that era, and he was he was great, and he he seemed to have a lot of confidence and to give confidence to the back four. Yeah. Um, Shaq started his career in England at, at Reading, um, and I was at university in Reading uh, along with Dan actually um, in the early '90s, and I worked on the student newspaper. And this is my first kind of foray into journalism. I, I yeah. kind of was the sports editor because I was the only one writing sport. And I went over to the Reading training ground, which at the time was literally like a shack in the park. <clears throat> and Shaka was their keeper. And, and you know, back in those days, literally you could phone them up and say, can I come and interview some of your players? And they were like, yeah, do what you want. You know, so yeah, yeah. I went over and I, I chatted to Mark McGee was the manager at the time. And I chatted to a few of their players. And Shaka was one of the, the, the players yeah. that I, I interviewed. And I went to... There was a season when uh, Reading, they just got promoted from uh, division, well, what was it then, three to two or two, whatever it was called. Okay. So they were in the second tier. And I went to watch them every home game that season to to re- report on them for the student newspaper. And he was the keeper. And they got to the playoff final that year. Yeah, yeah. And they were they were great that year. And, and it just always stuck with me. That I really kind of got an affinity to that team. So when he signed for West Ham, it was like, oh, great, Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and actually, he, he did a decent job for us. Yeah, yeah, he um, did. So yeah, so that's 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 why I've got I've, I've gone Brilliant. for him again. No real standout games probably, but just you know, it's it's just uh, someone I I really yeah. used to really like watching. And, and don't forget, I know we're not doing the sort of the the the, the sort of the late the two thousands in this sort of era, mm. but he came FA Cup final. Yeah, he, he came back for that. You know what I mean? He yeah. was. Uh, we've had him on the channel. He's a dude. I love him. He's he was. I I always remember. Shaka Hislop with his first stint at West Ham because I was living in Loughton at the time and, and that's where a lot of the players lived. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and um I used to work in Safeways. Safe right. Safeways. Safeways. Yeah, yeah. And um and you'd and he would come and do his shopping most I think it was like Friday, um uh, like and Friday night, and you would see him because his head was above all this he was so tall. <laughs> he was above the, and he was like the nicest guy there. When we chatted when we interviewed him, I reminded him about it, and he was like, Oh yeah, yeah loud and didn't obviously remember my obviously my no. my, my chill services were when obviously yeah. my packing services were, were subpar probably. We used to have more. We had him, we had we had Samasi Abu. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> practice my GCSE French with him, and <laughs> to me like, <laughs> right? We'll put Shaka in, All right? Love Shaka. Okay, right. Um, are we playing four what formation? Four four two. Classic, classic four four two. Classic, classic. classic left four four two with probably a few players slightly out of position, but your teammate do it. Who's uh, gonna be left? Exactly. Well, Julian Dix is left back, quite obviously. Yeah, sure. um, so I, I was a I was a left back uh, when I used to play for school, and, and then as I played Sunday football and, and kids football and whatever. So always my position, and and yeah, you know, this guy was I just used to love him. Um, yeah. Used to used to watch him, and yeah, all right, he, yeah, there were moments when you thought, "What the fuck are you doing?" But most of the time, he was solid, um, yeah. and I think he was underrated as a defender. Uh, I think the the you know the, the perception of him was was he was you know he's he's a clogger and he's going to kick you up in the air but actually as a defender he was very good and then mm-hmm. you know to add to that going forward I mean you know not only could he he hammer it in from thirty yards but he had I think he had like a range of passing again that people just don't really remember yeah. um, I think also like when he came back the, the second time and then these were gone and you could see he was really struggling he kind of I think he slotted back into I, I may be wrong but it feels like 
I seem to remember it as a back three. But again, yeah. he, he was that versatile of a player that he could kind of, you know, adapt his game. Mm. Um, and yeah, he was just fucking hard as nuts, wasn't he, as well, you know? So, he was brilliant. So, yeah. I, I thought he, he and I'll always have him a special place because he scored the first goal I saw of West Ham. So, yeah. uh, and it was a 35-yarder, top corner, top bins. And yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely phenomenal player. And you're right, I think outside of Upton Park, he was perceived as that as that sort of slugger, you know, that yep. sort of yob. Um but he was yeah, he was so much more, so much, so much more of a player. Um never got the England recognition, but then he's played for West Ham, so Yeah, well I re- I've I've yeah, I've actually written that down. Like I remember in there was a game which must have been in his second spell. Yeah. When he was called he was getting close to an England call and I, I just remember the game that there was the rumour that Hoddle was going to be at Upton Park that day. Yeah, uh, I just remember everyone willing him to have a good game, and I don't think he had the best of games. But um, yeah, I, he he should have been playing for England, shouldn't he? I mean, it's at, at the time we were crying out for left backs, weren't we? And we we didn't have a decent left back after Pierce, really. No, no, we had it was that sort of era, and it, it happens very often with West Ham players that they turn up like the if it was like two years either side, yeah. Then, in England team, but he yep. was like, yeah, because he had like Pierce, he's still around. You had Lasode, didn't you? Neville, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were like clean cut, you know. They there was a story going around because he shaved his hair. Yes, that's but right. Yeah, like, yeah. Now look at them. Look at what plays yeah. now. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's like shaving your head's the least of your worries. But uh yeah, he was absolute, absolute genius. And I think um, two, of, two of my favourite memories of him are actually games that I wasn't even at. So yeah. the, the first one was Everton away when he went in goal, um, <laughs> which was which was brilliant. You know, and yeah. he, he, you know, he, he was just just flying him around, which was really good. And then the the penalty against Man U, yeah, um, with Michael. Yeah, I was actually um, back at university that that I think I was on a football weekend or something, and we watched it in the pub. And I think I was probably the only West Ham fan in the in the pub. And I just went up like when when he he hammered that in, it was brilliant. It just just those penalties. Uh, you know, I've I've shown my son some of them. Like it just. I just absolutely unstoppable, and I think you look at some of the keepers, and they didn't want to stop them. They they no. didn't want to get in the way of them. No. It just to have that much power is was incredible. But no one does it anymore, do they, Mark? No. no one just pelts it. Do you know what I mean? They're just yep. all yeah. Well, lucky they don't because Lookman scores. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? No one just like they. All, it's like there's something about you know. You said when Julian put the ball down, you knew where it was going. It was going that yeah. back of the net, and if the keeper got it, it was gonna it'd be in the back of the net with him. So. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I just think he's the, the best. The best story I've heard about Julian was when we interviewed uh, Mad Dog, maybe yeah. Mad Dog, and, he said, and I asked him what his favorite West Ham game was, and he was West Ham versus Wimbledon. And I'm like, okay, and he was like, we had a 22, is that why we had a 22 man pile up in the middle of the game, and then it all stopped. All went quiet, and then the the ref gave the ball, and 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 then Dennis Wise got the ball for for Wimbledon, and then Julian kicked him about twelve foot up in the air, <laughs> and just walked off the pitch with his hand in the air, like, yeah, that's me done. And he says that is my favourite memory of West Ham. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. But that was him, wasn't it? I saw uh, yeah. like, in the um in the early days, there was a few like naughty challenges, and I thought, unfortunately, that reputation then went with him, didn't it? So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still- I um, I I. Uh, my first job in in football journalism was was at Teletext. So I'm, yeah. you know, I'm old enough to have worked in, in Teletext, and <laughs> we had the, we had the best job at the time. We were a very small kind of desk. They called us a, a, an extras desk or a features desk, and yeah. we could basically just try and speak to as many different sports personalities and sports people as, as we want. And it was around the time that his um, testimonial was being organised. Julian's yeah. testimonial was it. So I got in touch with his agent and. Um, she said, "Yeah, yeah, Julian. I'll give. I'll pass the message on, and I'll, I'll ring back and give you a time when Julian's going to ring. So, or you can ring Julian. So, okay, fine. So, I sat at my desk having lunch, and my phone rang, and expecting it to be the agent or yeah. obviously someone else. And he's like, is that Mark? Yeah. He said, oh, it's Julian Dix here. And I, yeah, you know, <laughs> I spat my lunch out. <laughs> the, the the couple of my colleagues who were with me just said I went bright red. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm literally talking to my hero and yeah. he was, he was great. And yeah, you know, probably terrible interview because I'm you know, thinking of questions to ask him and, and whatever, but yeah, he was, he was a really, really nice bloke. 
Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. We'll put Mr. Dix in. Uh, let, let's go. Let's go right back then. Who's your favorite right back then? Mate? Uh, well, right back is is Steve Potts. Oh, this is, this is going to be a great eleven. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I reckon his his best position was probably centre back, but I couldn't think of a right a better right back to be honest. Again, I think it's a weird one. West Ham haven't really had that many great right backs over, over the years. Um, so, so Potsy gets in at, at right back. So reasons for Potts, um, he was short, I, and I was short, and he played yeah. centre back, and I moved from left back to centre back. In you know, in my in my mirror career in, in on parks football and on the marshes and the flats and whatever, um, and he just he was just Mister Dependable. Yeah, you know, he, he just he was there every you know week in week out, and he. Yeah, it was always it was probably very rarely a ten out of ten performance, but it was always probably an eight out of ten performance. Mm. And um, yeah, he was just just there and and would do the do the stuff that needed to be done. Yeah. Um, so I used to yeah, I thought he was he was great. And you know, I've, I haven't quite got a t shirt, but I was there the day he scored the goal. Um, <laughs> so we did a we did a thing. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. We did like a Steve Prots appreciation, but yeah. we had like, and we had like, um, like Martin who does the announcing at West Ham. We had he he's a he's a he's a film editor, and so he put together like a clips thing yeah. of Potsy. It's really good fun. It was it's a great weird. Yeah. yeah, we had it was probably he was only have half an hour, but Marty went through his old bloody career, and then it was like an hour <laughs> and a half, you know. And we had Sandalini on bless him, and um, that was good fun. And we had a couple of Steve's mates from school. Oh, wow. um, sent through some old pictures of him at school, and and it was just funny of him like when he played you know, fly off, you know, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. three at Dagenham da, 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 school, and oh, it's good, great fun. But yeah, we had the goal, we kept on replaying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the following week, one yeah, goal. It's exactly, such a terrible goal. Yeah. He almost scored like just before, like, right. and uh, and so he went through that. And then obviously we had last week we had John Hartson, and it was just all goals. So it's completely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely different. But yeah, that is great fun. Uh, I love Steve Potts, and obviously was, still I doing... think there was a bit of um, there was a bit of mysticism about him because because he was born in America, wasn't he? So yeah. he always saw that he was you know Hartford, Connecticut. I remember it even now. Yeah. It's like wow, we've got an American playing for us. It's, you know. <laughs> Like something exotic or something. <laughs> exactly. If only if he was a foot tall, half a foot tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's trouble yeah. with him. Uh, but <laughs> I agree. When he played centre back, he, he was that was his position, wasn't he? Yeah, was just, yeah. He just so just well. dropping off, just dropping off and getting a second yeah. ball and things. He was, yeah, he was very good. That's his thing. Right. Okay. We'll put Potts here. Uh, okay. Centre half. First centre half. First centre half is Rio. Rio Ferdinand. Yep. Um, just you know, I was too young to see Bobby Moore but you you know you listen to my dad and, and you talk to other people and you talk about how Bobby Moore had that calmness about him and how he would bring the sure. ball out of the back and make the, the tackles at the right time and you know I'm not saying Rio was Bob you know it's good but for our generation yeah. that was that was something that we hadn't seen you know you think of all the centre-backs we had they were you know, quite hard and 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 just get the ball clear and whatever we you very rarely see a centre-back strolling out the back and and you know Hanging a pass twenty yards to the right or whatever. So, and he was what seventeen or eighteen when he broke. Oh, yeah. He was just yeah, so yeah. young, so yeah. young, up against you know these these centre forwards who were bashing him all over the place. Um, so yeah, I thought he was just he was just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, we saw him. Uh, we went to Highfield Road as well. I think he played right midfield that day or right back. He was you know that first half. Yeah, yeah. We saw him. I think it was one of his only goals. I think he scored two for West Ham. And that was definitely one of them. So, um, yeah, such a good player. And, you know, yeah. we, we, I, you know, we always knew he was probably too good for us. Yeah. But still sad when he when he left. And, you yeah, know, he's he great, was, yeah. you know, greatly added the career that he did. But yeah. he was, yeah, very good for us. Quality, wasn't he? And as you said, he just sort of just, you just knew. He's like, you know, sometimes you get players, who, like you were kids, who get break into the team and you think, yeah, he's all right. Yep. You know, he's, it might be because we've had a few injuries, but he came in. He's like, this guy is good. Yeah. You know, it's like he we haven't had anyone like him since I can remember. You know, he was, he was just yeah. brilliant. But uh, yeah, different, just totally different as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, totally different from what we've had before. Yeah. And well, in my lifetime, you know, well, you know, God bless you know people like you know like Gailey and and um, and Alvin and you know people yep. they're, they're different to Rio. Rio was this ball playing, yep. you know, very continental style 
centre back, yeah. really. Yeah. And it's like this is this is the future, you know. It's like <laughs> when they, I remember when they famously was it ninety six they famously tried to put um, Jamie Redknapp into sort of a sweeper, yeah, yeah. you know. It's like never, it would never work, yeah. but he was like this guy's going to be good, and obviously he had a phenomenal career, and you know it's. I feel proud when you look talk when you exactly talk about yeah. Rio. Yeah. yeah. More so yeah. than others, I think. I don't know why. You know, I feel really proud of Rio's career and not so more so than obviously of Lampard's junior yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? But um I think you I left still, you left on good terms. it's also yeah. how you leave and, and yeah. what you say after you leave and, and how you hold yourself and when you come yeah. back to the club and those sort of things. And he was yeah, he was spot on, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was he was a top dude. Right, okay, I'll put Rio in. Um who's he gonna partner? Uh Alvin. There we go. <laughs> um, so, you know, one ball playing, kind of set yeah. it back, and, and one who's, you know, a, a bit more, just get it out. So I, I saw, you know, Alvin probably at the end of his career. Mm. Um, I think he played till he was 37 or 38. I was, I was looking it up earlier. So, you know, we probably saw him for the last three or four years of his career. But again, another one who, who just got the job done. And even mm. at, as he was getting older, he, he seemed to adapt his game. Yeah. Um, you know, and he'd been playing, yeah, he was in the 1982 World Cup squad, I think. And, you know, 16, 17 years later, he's still he's still playing for us. Um, you know, one, one club-ish man, I think he was. I, yeah, I don't he think is. he went anywhere else. Um, so, so, yeah, it was, yeah. So, just, he, yeah, in that late stage of his career, he, he just seemed to have a calmness about him and, and, and bring some calmness to, to that, to the back four that he was playing in at the yeah. time. So, yeah. And the fact that, you know, that, that moment, last season with with his son oh. um uh, at chelsea was it was just brilliant you know and yeah. so he's so good to to see that and to see that that love for the club was you know it was amazing it was wasn't it because it was like on two levels wasn't it, it was, yeah well, three levels it was like you know his love of his son um his son's you know the fact that his son managed his dream of playing in the premier league and both of them being west ham it was like yeah. it was it was lovely yeah. and um, beating chelsea yeah, and beating Joe. <laughs> and just, just a little sort of like, yeah. you know, cherry on the cake. But yeah, um, Alvin played for Orient as well. I'm going to say that. He played 17 league games for that in Orient one season. Okay, right, move on. Yeah. Okay, so we'll put four at the back. There we go. Yep. Let's go. Actually, you just, and funny enough, not name dropping, he just texts me. He, te- he just really? texts me. How is that? How, How bizarre. Funny. We're not oh, going out live, are we? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. See, look, I promise you. Let's see, Alvin, Alvin Martin. Alvin. Yeah, just, <laughs> that is well freaky. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a white team. Great. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, let's go into midfield. Let's go for uh, left wing. Let's go left wing, left midfield. Okay. Um, left is Pie. Yes. Um, who so yeah as i said at the start mostly players in that sort of late 80s 90s but i couldn't leave him out because he was the best player i saw at west ham for 20 years and i first saw him we went to the um the first season that we got through in the europa league uh we were still at upton park it was last season at upton park and the astra juju game where in the first leg and i think that was his debut um, it was certainly the first time I'd seen him, and you could immediately tell because all he wanted to do was have the ball. Yeah. Every time someone had the ball, you, you would look, and he would be there asking for the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. And you could, Im- and then yeah, you know, he would ping it somewhere or do something with it, and you could immediately tell that he was sort of he was good and a class above what what we'd had previously. Right. And he was just yeah. You know, there's so many great moments, so many free kicks, um, and it's just so sad how it ended. Um, and you know, you think if he wouldn't have got injured in that first season, mm. you know, in is it January, wasn't it? I think he was out for two two months or whatever in that last season at Upton Park, and it you know ended brilliantly. But you know that that period, you know, we ended seventh, I think, that season. Yeah, that could have been more because it was a season Leicester won the league, and and the the, the big teams weren't weren't that great that year. No, no, no. We could have pushed for fourth, I reckon, if he would have stayed fit. We we could have we could have done something really special that yeah. season. It's such just such a shame. And then, uh, yeah, this sort of first season at, at Stratford, he, his, his heart wasn't in it, but, you know, there were still moments. Um, yeah. You know, I think it was, I know it was the season before, it was the, the, the cup game at Old Trafford I went to. Yeah. Um, and I was stood, we were right behind the goal when he put that free kick in. And that, yeah. that was brilliant. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah just, just a great player. Um, probably 
right time for us, probably the right time for him in his career as well. Maybe, maybe was, needed to, yeah. to, you know, he, he used us as much as we used him just to get yeah. his name back up again and get into the France squad and, and whatever. But yeah, such a, such a good player. Oh, he's a um, phenomenal player, wasn't he? He was just phenomenal. Yeah. As you said, he was like... But then what, what I liked, obviously, he was injured for those... He was out for those sort of period, those games. And then he first came back, I think he came off the bench. And the first thing he did was like a pirouette on the ball. And it's yeah. like, didn't miss a beat. I was like, oh... You know, and it's yeah. right. We wouldn't have had that amazing season if it wasn't for him. And it could have been even more. But that's been a West Ham fan. It's, all, it's always sliding door moments, isn't it? It's always... It's, <laughs> it's always... Oh, yeah. we could have done that if he wasn't this. We could have done that, and if oh, if we hadn't, if we'd won our first couple of games in '85, we would have won the league. You know, it's, a, it's sort of like that's yeah, what I love yeah, about yeah. being a West Ham fan. It's always, it, but that's that's great. It means it's yeah. something to talk about, isn't it? What ifs? What ifs? Um, yep. And yep. so yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Right. Okay. Let's go. Let's go other wing. Let's go right wing, right midfield. Then. Okay, so I'm not totally convinced he was a right winger, but I've, I've put him there. But uh, and this. This one is purely based on two games. So this is Stuart Slater. Oh, yes. Um, Stuart Slater. See you later. So, uh, so yeah, so, so the, the most obvious game was the, the cup quarter final um, yeah. in uh, 91. Um, yeah. So I was in, I was in sixth form at the time. I, I remember that day, you know, it was a, I think it was a Monday night game. I think it was that they sky or whoever moved it to a Monday night. Mm. And um, that is probably in my top three West Ham games ever. The, the atmosphere was just incredible that night. Um, it was just, you know, we were crammed in. Uh, we were used to stand on the South Bank. I assume we were there, but they may have moved us to the North. I, I don't know, but yes. I just remember it just being a, a, just a cracking atmosphere that night. And he just had the game of his life, didn't he? He just, he was unstoppable that night. Um, so, yeah, so that that was that game. Um, and there was a game which it was 19, I've just looked, I looked it up earlier. At 1989, um, we beat yeah. Sunderland 5-0. Yes. Um, uh, Slater and Dolan, I think, scored the goals. Or, yes. And, and there's a, there's, um, if you look at it up, there's a great goal that he scored where I think there's a Dolan flick on and he just followed he it followed in. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we went to that game. I remember going to that game with my, my dad and my older brother. And it was one of those games where we bought the video afterwards, you know, like you used yeah. to buy the full 90 minute video. Um, and we just had it and we just, just you know, you, you sort of see, you know, you watch it every now and then. And uh, yeah, that was just an in- incredible night as well. So for those two games, he, he gets into my team. Yeah. And he and could do 10,000 kickups. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and it was brilliant. We had, when we, when we spoke to him, I, he's an incredibly um, shy man. Yes. He's incredibly shy, but he was such a lovely guy. We had, we went on. He, I think he was living. I don't know, it was he had really crap Wi-Fi as well. It was really funny. But um, he, he kept telling his mum to get off the, get off the computer. Yeah, get off the computer. <laughs> um, and and he 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 spoke about we spoke about West Ham and we spoke about joining West Ham. And he he basically said from the age of like I think it was the age of thirteen. It could have been twelve um onwards until he sort of signed properly for West Ham he had Ray Stewart turning up to every youth game that he played oh, really? and I was like fuck it he's like yeah can you imagine me this kid like I was a kid and you've got like West Ham you know yeah starter you know he was like yeah. Ray Stewart was like there every game and it was like just to scout him or yeah just to yeah, just yeah. As, and, and like you know chat and to him after to him, the game yeah, yeah. And, stuff like that and it was something that, that Lyle did quite a lot was get the older players to sort of mentor the youth, yep. the kids coming through and um i thought it was incredible just you know can you imagine that now you know it's like you know you're at hackney marshes and uh and i don't know Vladimir Kufel, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no idea what's going on but you and tries to impart his knowledge but no it's um yeah he's incredible and incredible player and, and a lovely bloke as well and yep. by his own admission he said yeah you know pete i, I he said, you know Everyone was like, you know, we spoke about moving to Celtic and it was like, yeah, at the time it was like, you know, Brady was there and That's right, yeah. Liam Brady for for those of you who are, who are younger, <laughs> not, not, miss, not, not, not the day Brady. Um, and he's, he was my idol. He was my idol. And so he wanted me there. So I was like, I was going to yeah. go, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. in hindsight, yeah, I yeah, could have probably stayed at West Ham and I'd have put a, a better career, but 
it was like my idol wanted me. He was like, and yep. I was just like, it was like in, you, in those terms, you go, yeah, fair enough, in it. It's like, yeah, yep. um, but it's a shame that we didn't have him for longer. But uh, Brady what, was close to getting into my team, actually. I just, how uh, was he? Uh, yeah, just what? What? I mean, he was probably too old by the time he got to us. But yeah. just what? A, what a, an amazing player he was. It's a love yeah. watching him. Yeah, fantastic yeah. player. And I think someone who's, I think Brady's one of the guys who tends to get sort of left out in the wash. When you talk about great sort of British based players, it's, it's always particularly West Ham as well. But yeah, in general terms, it's it's Trevor Brooking or it's I don't know Keegan and stuff. And Brady's always like you know fifth or sixth maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a, he was doing it at all you know in yep. Italy and you know he's like Absolutely, phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. Let's go centre midfielder. Who's right, your two, first midfielder? Two centre midfielders, bit chalk and cheese. So first off, Martin Allen. Yes. Um, yes. Um, yeah, funny enough, I've got written down the, the game against uh, Wimbledon. Oh, how um, funny! Yeah, so that 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 cup run that season, I I think I may have got the two because we got to the semi final in the League Cup two years running. I think yeah. one was the old one was the old and one and one was the terrible Luton one as well. Yeah, but there was the there was the Wimbledon game where it was the absolute carnage, and you know he just you know, he scored the goal, scored a really good goal, um, and then there was the, um, the we played Derby as well, and I think he was really good in that game. But that might be just me my my memory playing playing tricks for me. <laughs> but he was a uh, he was another one who, who you know would was get get his foot get his foot stuck in, and but also mm. had, yeah he was he was a decent player. He could pass the ball yeah. as well. He, he scored goals from midfield, which is what you always want. Um, so yeah, he was, and yeah, in I, I met him. Uh, in later life, um, I worked at ITV for a bit, and he uh, he did our podcast for us, um, and he was just nuts. He's I mean, nuts. No, he's he just, just... He's absolutely <laughs> crazy. We had him on the first. We had him on the first lockdown, and he was mental. And he, had, bless him, he turned up, and he, I think he had the golf on because he was kept doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or maybe he's put his camera there. I don't know. But and then, and then he's like, "Right, okay, Russ. Um, I want to. I want you to ask me a question before we we start. Ask me a question about what I've been up to. Because <laughs> what I've been up to. Hi, Martin. What have you been up to? Well, I've been doing a bit of gardening. And he lifted his hands, and they were literally covered in dirt. <laughs> he had like a nice jumper on, and he must have gone into the garden and just gone like that. <laughs> Yeah, I've done a bit of gardening, and then he was eating all the time. And it's only at the end he was eating a do- uh, like a bono dog biscuit. <laughs> what? Like, oh, he's such a mad dog. He's like, I'm a mad dog, isn't it? I'm a mad dog. Like, oh. Okay, Martin, bless him. But no, he's top, top, lovely guy. And also, he used to, which was made made me laugh. His car pool buddy, yeah, it was, was Kevin Keane. <laughs> Him and Kevin Keane every day <laughs> would go round the M25 to Chadwell and I was, and then I interviewed Kevin like a couple of a, week, a few days after. Kevin, how could, how did you cope? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, do you know, I think he says we're really good friends, but we're just completely talk and cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, he's a uh, title. I love him. He's a lovely guy. Yeah. Um, bit, bit like Julian Dix as well, in in the sense that maybe the the reputation went went before him, yeah. and actually, well, I, I think with Martin, I think he adds to it. Do you know what well, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think he likes, you, yeah, plays on Julian it. Julian is such a quiet man off the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, and I think he yeah. plays to it a bit. I think he's like Mad Dog's like in his head, you know. I yeah. think he just he's just turned. But no, he, he was a great, he was a good player, a really yeah. good player as well yeah. as a crazy man. Right, okay, <laughs> we'll put Mad Dog in. Who's Mad Dog in the partner? Who's uh, Joe, Joe Cole. Nice, yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, very much like like Rio, you know, Joe Cole. You feel like he's he's one of you know he's one of our own, and and yeah. you you saw him grow up, and you know I was there the day that he signed his forms, and you know on the pitch, and the the announcer said, "Tell your grandchildren you were yeah, there the day." All that yeah. sort of, and that that hype Chelsea, that was around. Right? Him. I think he played Chelsea that day. I think I, I can't remember who it was. But I think yeah, it was yeah. Chelsea because like it was like typical. It's like a typical gem. I mean, the announcer gem. He'd always end up in hindsight. Yeah, it's just it's when like hindsight is a great thing. But it yeah, was yeah, yeah. You know, tell the guys and they go. Oh, <laughs> we'll tell him yeah in a few yeah, years. Exactly, time, yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I once wrote um an article where I was part of a writing collective once and i once wrote about five thousand words just on joe cole um <laughs> I, I as a player i just used to love him in that that sort of you know that time he was at us where he was unpredictable you give him the ball you weren't sure what you would do what he would do um but at the same time he was working his nuts off and, and he would he would track back and he would tackle mm. and he would fight and you know he was made captain at, at 19 um 
he was such a such a great player. Yeah. Um, and I was actually having a chat with a mate the other day, and you know, we were sort of, it was we were sort of saying that you know, he he got all the medals, so you can't knock that career because his career yeah. was brilliant. He got all the yeah. medals, and he got the England caps and whatever. But you almost feel like he moved to Chelsea, and, and Mourinho just turned him into a wide any wide midfielder, and yeah, you could yeah. replace him. You know, if he came off the pitch, you'd replace him with another wide midfielder, and you you wouldn't lose too much. Whereas the the player he was at West Ham, you took him off, and you lost suddenly. You lost loads of creativity, yeah. um, and just just the skill he had. You know, just sort of you know oh, twisting on the yeah. ball, and and you know it's just incredible. I think the the fact that he was he was skinny and little and, and whatever probably added added to it, and the shirt was hanging out all the time, yeah. sort of all, all all added added to it. But I just love watching him play. He had, um, he had sort of like. Um, I mean, he's uh, he's doing a podcast with Tom Davis at the moment, which is quite good. And okay. and he, he's, I think I had the first episode. I don't know why I'm mm. advertising it because <laughs> yeah, have come on the show yet, but don't matter. Yeah, be Tom, and they might come. On, Joe might come. On. Um, and it was he was talking about him as a footballer, and he was he, he basically admits he's always what he's always been a street footballer. Yeah, and so it was like even like. And and you can tell for me, as you said, that time it was West Ham was when he was more true to who Joe Cole was as a player. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then and again, that, that got sort of bashed out of him, didn't it? When yeah, he, when he got went, yeah. Out of him. Um, but then that position, no, he, you know, nowadays you don't have that free role, do you? No. Everything's sort of like so. He he would never in today. He would have had to comply in some sort of role capacity. Yeah. Um, I see a little bit of um. That's a little little bit of in Grealish. You know, I've yep. been watching Grealish. You know, you see a little bit of him, a bit more sort of free form, and 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 has yeah. license to to roam a bit. But yeah, there's very other, very few other players who 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 used to do that. And then it, uh, yeah, his, his second spell, he came back. It just wasn't wasn't really the same, was it? You know, it just. No. Uh, but you it's, know, I, for what he was when he the first time round, and you know, he was, he was part of that team that that was ridiculously good, yet at the same time ridiculously rubbish, and and got relegated. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still, yeah, still can't figure <laughs> out that. But, yeah, it is the West Ham way. Um, yeah, but exactly, yeah, yeah. No, I know you mean that, Joe. Yeah, and I just think he's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. <coughs> he talks so so well mm. on the analyst role. Um, <coughs> I just think he's he's got such a football football brain. Yeah, he knew yeah. that he would have a good, but he speaks so highly. Um, oh, I'd love him, love him back. Yeah, yeah. you imagine. It, he comes across really well, actually, as a as a pundit. I, I didn't think he would, but he's actually no. pretty decent, actually. Yeah, really good. So, um, you yeah. know, put Mister Cole in, and he's got his protector. Yeah, exactly. he's Alan, so, yeah. Yep. that's good. Right, okay. Up front, who's your up first front, one? Uh, the Canio. Palo. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> probably yeah. Pae was the first player since the Canio that that I'd seen yeah. that that could um, you know grab a game and and just do things that other players couldn't do. Yeah. Um, he was just, uh, yeah. You know, we, we, we took a risk on him um, and, but it, it paid off and, and, you know, he had his moments, but, you know, just, just so many, so many great memories. You know, the, uh, again, there was a game at, at Coventry. We used to love going to Highfield Road. It was one of the best grounds to go to, but yeah. we would, they used to give us, down the side, they didn't give us the bit behind the goal. They used to give us uh, seats down the side, at, like the away fans' seats down the side at, at Coventry. And then we, we went to a game there, and De Canio was just taking the piss out of their, their right back all game, like literally. And we were like four rows from the front, uh, and you could see it, like standing on the ball, waiting for the player to come to him and just yeah. tricking him and tricking him again. And it, that was just him in a nutshell, you know. Um, just a brilliant player and a, a good finisher as well, you know. He, wasn't just about the, the flicks and the tricks he could finish uh he wouldn't defend too much would he but, um yeah he, he'd often i remember shouting him all the time to get back at least onto the halfway line so he wouldn't be offside if we if we went forward again he would you know sort of stroll back but yeah that's you, you know you, you accept that in a player like him because he he had everything else you know we were at the we went to the game at, at old trafford you know the the famous bartez game yeah um and yeah that what well, that was Again, I think you know if the Everton game was in my top three. This one's in the top three as well. And yeah. if you ever watched that game back, we got absolutely battered that day. I mean, I watched it back quite a few years ago. Yeah, you know, I was at the game and I'd never watched it, and I watched it back again, and we got absolutely battered. We, God knows how we didn't lose six nil. And then he and and to do what he did 
where you know you got the keeper just kind of putting his hand up and not and just sort of saying yeah stop and just to carry on and have the head to carry on just brilliant yeah he's and what i liked about the and and although Pyatt's probably the best i've said it loads of times but it's true he's the best technical player i think i've seen at west ham mm. I think Di Canio was the best player because I just think you'd go to the game and you didn't know which Di Canio was going to turn yeah. up. Yeah. And and that was exciting. That's just the like show, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 You don't know which West Ham's going to turn up. You know what Paolo yeah. did? Was he going to be the, the petuous little boy who hasn't got his you know Christmas toy? Um, or was he going to be this majestic, you know, mesmeric player? And sometimes it's a bit of both. And then, you know, you're lucky you get both. And then, but yeah. no, that's what he's brilliant. And, so many stories, you know, when you're interviewing people and they talk about yeah. when they've met Paolo and some of them are hilarious. There's some great ones. We've had some really funny ones, the ones where, you know, someone's gone to interview him and he hasn't, he's been like half an hour late at Chad but it was in the shower and you could just hear him singing his, whistling his song. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. And we had, um, yeah, Nikki at Hawkins, West Ham Fan TV. They were doing like a, a fan, you know, like a player meet evening. And Paolo turned up. He was the guest, and then Nicky was, "Oh, Paolo, you're looking." Because he obviously turns up like a million. Yeah, yeah. He does. He went, "Oh, Paolo, you're looking good, man." He, and he just went, "I always dress up for my family." <laughs> Mike drop. He could have just brilliant. walked yeah, off. Yeah, there yeah. wouldn't be a dry eye in the house. But now he's brilliant, and um, you know, he just got the fans, didn't he? Just so he's, yeah. You know, and I think you're right because we took a chance on him. We yep. resurrected his career, um, and he knows that. Yeah, he knows that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yep. He wasn't putting up trees at Sheffield United, at Sheffield Wednesday, no. was he? Really, no. it was good. Him and Carbone were good, but um, he became when he went to West Ham. He, you know, his time at West Ham, he became a great. He became yes. a Premier League great, didn't he? So, yep. um, no, yeah, Loved probably him. one of the only football footballers whose uh, autobiography has a recipe for tiramisu at the back of it as well. Which you know, well, there you go. Can't go wrong. <laughs> And with my new baking channel, it's it's. Oh, there you go. That's it. That's it. The Canyo Tiramisu. That's the next episode. Next episode. And with a slight hint of fascism, but that's okay. You're um, right. Yeah. Just, a, just a tinge. Uh, right. Okay. Let's put that in. And who's going to be the last place? Uh, in so the last team? one is uh, Dean Ashton. Yes, Dino, Dino, Dino. Um. So, one of the things I've really enjoyed about today and, and doing some research was just watching the goals again and remembering yeah. things um and Dean Ashton what a player I mean what what a player and what a player he he, he would have been as well not could have been he would have been you know he was he was a, a proper a proper center forward in in you know so you look at Harry Kane maybe and yeah. you think that that was that was sort of Dean Ashton because he you know he was tall so he was good in the air but he, he's so much more than that yeah you know, really good with really quick feet he could link up play as well and just score some some great goals. There was a great video on, I think it must have been the West Ham uh, Twitter or whatever, where they yeah. had Dean Ashton showing his kids the goals he scored. Um, and they were like, wow, Dad, you were actually quite good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, for that, those few seasons, um, yeah, brilliant. He, you know, he was in the 2006 Cup final as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. It's such a shame. And he, he, he tried to come back, didn't he? But, you know, you could see even like warming up before a game, you could see like the, the amount of strapping he had on him and whatever. It just wasn't wasn't the same. And it yeah. was such a shame because he was he was such a good player. He, he would have we probably would have sold him in a couple of years because he would have been oh, that yes. good. But, you know. Definitely. He would have been at Man United, but <laughs> yeah, know, with Rooney, but he would have been England strike partner with him as well you know in terms yeah. of you look at you look at the effect of someone like harry kane now on the england team dino was twice the player that harry kane was yeah. because he had it he had more in his locker than harry kane did he he was a he was a complete striker i think he really was and uh he was and even now it's a shame because obviously now even now on twitter on, on instagram when he's getting his you know he's settling in to watch the masters or something he's got he's got like his setup like his sofa and he's still got a cushion for his knee Oh really? You know what yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. He, he just saw it there. He's like, just he, he, I think he put like a little note just in case, yeah, you know, the the ligaments join up or something. I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, no, he's a he was a dude in it. And I just think he's what I liked about him. He's he was always he was when he was playing. He always had a, he always thought he, we've got a goal. We've got a yep. goal coming because yep. he's he's because he could turn and he could make something get and, and yep. I got the same level excitement of him that I did when um, we signed Bowen 
because he's that young yeah. championship player and you know yeah. he's going to be mustard. And um, yeah, and I remember him turning up in his long coat. Um, I think he was playing Villa or something like that. Seven mil- it was like seven or eight million power he paid for him yeah. as well. Absolute bargain, but uh, no, I just thought he's a he was a dude, and it's again, you know, it was nice when he actually came back for Mark's testimony, and we, you know, yeah. did it just to just to prove his yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what could have been and again another what could have been, you know, could, yeah, yeah. And him and yeah. Craig Bellamy together as a pairing, you know, they only played like two or three games. They were bought, you know, that was that was the that was the new Cotty Mac. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, yeah. That'd have been awesome, but uh, yeah. Mark, man, it's been lovely, been lovely chatting to you. Oh, thank you very much. Thank yeah, you it's been good. so much for your time. An hour has flown by without <laughs> really blinking. I, lo- I love these things because like, literally sit back and chat about West Ham for an hour and. The wife's watching. I'm a celeb, so that's all right. Um, <laughs> I'll catch up later. I'll catch up later. So I find out what Shane Richie's up to. But no, it's been lovely, mate. Thank you so much for your time. Nice um, and also, thanks to everyone for watching. Um, if you're watching YouTube, give it a like, give it a share. If you're listening to it on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and stuff, give it a share, give it a subscribe. Um, and from myself and from Mark, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Uh, come on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much Cheers, love. Rough. Thank you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.